Love Talk Radio. This is All About Wine, the talk show dedicated to the wine industry since 2009. Featuring winemaker, cellar master, vineyardist, and tasting expert, Basically, what we're trying to do in the program is yes. just trying to educate people on trying to make wine less confusing and more friendly. From coast to coast and around the world. Around the world. You know, we really have had some, some neat people on the program. I, I just, I love that. Post your questions and comments during the live show on our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash allaboutwinebtr. Again, that's www.facebook.com forward slash all about wine I'll add, I'll add, just like Lisa did. Lisa did that, and she posted a comment. Thank you very much, Lisa. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. All about wine is on. On. Oh, they are. Bus pulls up, door opens. Doors open, people jumped out their church screaming, clapping, and all that. They have their wine yeah. in their hand. They're ready for the show. And so are we. Yes, we are. I think. I think yep. everything. Good. We're ready to go. Good. We have our show tonight. Uh, just information for you. Next week, Thanksgiving. So. No show. You all be safe out there. Have yourselves a good Thanksgiving meals or whatever you do to celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait. Oh, no. no. That's, that's, that's a good time. That's a good time. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there. There. Yeah, these people are unbelievable. Yeah, the no, they're getting awesome. a little antsy out there. I oh. swear. Yeah. Oh, well, <clears throat> then we got... Uh, uh, then the week after, after that, that, the second, we have ourselves a guest. So... No, it's uh, already December after next next yeah, show. Yeah, oh. it's already next, December. It's, it's amazing. Next, after the next not show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the not show. Yeah. Not show <laughs> next week, December. then December. Right. And I think we have... <laughs> don't we have Hanukkah coming up real soon here, right after Thanksgiving? I think so. Because mm. uh, I was talking... Last night I was talking to a, a group, and one of them is yep. Jewish, and he mentioned something about Hanukkah being right close to the twenty-eight. Okay, yep. yeah, November twenty-eight. Yeah, we'll so we start, got Hanukkah uh, coming up through, through December sixth. Yeah, it's early this year for some reason. It's usually, yep. usually later, usually into December, but it's earlier this year. So. Mm-hmm. Um, happy Hanukkah for all of you who are of the Jewish persuasion. Uh, that's coming up the twenty twenty eighth. You say, yeah. Yep. So, so we got that. And mm. then today, which is the third Wednesday of November, or third yesterday, the third Wednesday of November. I was oh. off a day on that. Uh, third Wednesday in November is how long have we been doing this program on Thursdays? And then I call today Wednesday. Um, is National Zimbadil Day. So pull out your bottle of Zimbadil or Primitiva or whatever one you're going to drink that's the same. 
and enjoy it. Now, again, as I have told you before, these days that come up, seminal days, the it, it, I have one that says the third Wednesday of November. I found another one that says it's on the 18th. So it's yeah, I don't. It could know. be today. Yeah, it could make it today. I'm I'm not sure, but third Wednesday of November. Reason, is there any reason why it can't be like every day? I mean, is there any reason I, why you, you have know, a, it's be a very very good point there? Yes, excellent. I, Good thinking. thinking you know, yeah, why, why does that? Yeah. Oh, once a year, let's let's celebrate Zinfandel. No, why don't we celebrate it every day? That's right. Oh, Zinfandel so. is a good wine. Celebrate it every day. But then we have to wait Contact for the eighteenth or the third Thursday in November, which would actually be today, is Beaujolais yeah. Nouveau Day. And uh, hmm. See, that I, one, I, I, that one, I, I I can't get behind because I I can't spell it. No, I'm pushing it B e a u j o l a i s. B e a u. B e a u. Bow, like in bow, beautiful. Bow, Beaujolais. J o l a i s. Beaujolais. Nouveau. N o u v e a u. Beaujolais Nouveau. I think that's one. Spanish or Hungarian or something. French. 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 We'll, we'll okay. go with that. Uh, Beaujolais Nouveau Day. It's the third Thursday of November. They're releasing the Beaujolais Nouveau today. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, it is an early release of the Beaujolais grape. They, uh, some genius, and I'm not saying that facetiously, that I'm really mean it. Some genius came out with the idea that why don't we release this early Beaujolais and just call it Beaujolais Nouveau or New Beaujolais and make a big deal out of it and distribute it around the world and we'll show people around the world the airplane taken off from from France with all the Beaujolais in it to go out and distribute it everywhere and all that. And it was genius because everybody around the world jumped on it, grabbed it, and it for a number of years, it became a really, really big deal. In fact, this year I haven't seen anything about it, uh, but it became a big deal. I used to get a Beaujolais Nouveau every year, a couple of them at least, and they used to be really, really good. And then the quality started to jump around a lot. Uh, so because the quality jumped around, I wasn't as excited about it coming out, but I still, still get it. And then... Oh, it was a couple of years ago. It snuck up on us, and I said, oh, let me go get a Beaujolais Nouveau and see how it is. So I went down to my local liquor store uh, that I use quite often. It's just a small one, which I like the small stores because you get to know the people. And I asked him if he had his Beaujolais Nouveau in yet, and he says, I didn't order any. I go, what? Why not? He said, because it didn't sell last year. He says, I ordered five cases last year, and he says, I was lucky to sell one. He says, so I didn't order the Beaujolais Nouveau this year. And this was a couple years ago. And then last year I checked, and oh, let's see, last year we were just still in the pandemic pretty pretty full force. And so I don't think I checked on it then. don't think I went by as if he had it. But then... Afterward, when things started to open up, I went by and asked him if he had any Beaujolais Nouveau, and he said no, he didn't even order it then either. So, I don't know. It's supposed to be released today. It should be on the shelves, actually, at midnight 
on the third Thursday of November, it becomes available. So a lot of places, a lot of stores stay open until midnight because people will run in and get it right away and try it and stuff. I don't know if it's still that popular or not. I have no idea. But if you've had the new Beaujolais Nouveau or if you bought it today and you've tasted it, jump on and message us. Let us know right away if it's any good. You can you don't have to do any more than that. Just say, had it today, it sucks. Or had it today, and it was fantastic. And I'll go out and get myself a bottle. I'll probably stop by tomorrow and pick up a bottle anyway. That's It's that time, so I'll probably find one. In a couple of weeks or so, I'll let you know how it is. So, that's Beaujolais Nouveau Day, though. And then next week, I think the 24th, and again, it's so many different sites give me so many different things but the 24th is Carmenere Day if you're not familiar with Carmenere Carmenere is a grape that's grown in Chile now quite a bit originally came from France they moved it to Chile many 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 years ago and they had it confused with the Merlot they thought it was Merlot but the Carmenere grapes are the part of the Merlot vineyard was starting to mature and be ready to pick sooner than other parts. And they couldn't figure out why the Merlot was being picked a good week, week and a half earlier. And they found out it wasn't Merlot, it was Carmenere. So there is mixed emotions on Carmenere. Some, well, the wine minister of Chile, which would be a great job to have when it be a wine minister of a country. Wine minister of Chile said that Carmenere is just a so-so grape. It's just something to enjoy occasionally, but it's nothing that to get too excited about. Other people say Carmenere could be the grape of Chile if they promote it and embrace it. I am of the second group. I love Carmenere. It's got a little hint of pepperiness to it that I just absolutely love. It's got some great tastes. Uh, you can get them different styles. I like the one with a little bit more tannin. It's got some good color to it. It has some uh, good floral nose with some peppery nose to it. It's it just really a great grape. So if you get a chance, pick yourself up a Carmenere. It's C-A-R-M-E-N-E-R-E Carmenere. And <clears throat> Excuse me. It's uh, it's from Chile. There are still a few places around the world that grow the Carmenere grape, but basically it's out of Chile. Uh, there is a winery in California, I think, who has who does Carmenere, but I think he's doing basically a blend with it. I don't know if he's coming out with a rider with it or not, but it's well worth it. Find yourself. Uh, don't get the cheapest one by any means, because the cheapest one is cheap and it tastes like a cheap but pick up one that excuse me pick up one that is uh, I don't know it's around fifteen dollar range and I don't believe you will be disappointed. So uh those are the holidays that we got coming up that right now wine holidays. But like Mike says and I agree very good point. Why do you have to have a day to enjoy a Carmenere or a Zinfandel or anything? Just go out and get it and enjoy it any day. It's been a while since we have done an announcement of our guests that we've had actually last year about this time. Since then, we have talked to a couple of them. We, we've talked to uh, Joy Neighbors, 
who is writing a new book. We talked to her a couple of weeks ago. Oh, geez, more than that now, almost three weeks ago. And next, well, not next week, week after next, we have another one of those guests coming back to visit us. And that's Jim Lochran. And so, but I'll, uh, I'm going to let Mike tell you about all these guests and what was going on with them because they all still have their books and their different things out there. And so it's, uh, I'll let you go ahead and do that. Grab my list and there we go. Turn on my uh, music keyboard. I'm going to play a little jazz when I, while I say these. Always enjoy. Here we go. Oh, thank you. Here we go. Let me, uh, let me play. Okay, back in October, co-directors Mark Johnson and Mark Ryan and writer Michael Karam were on the show October 8, 2020. The movie Wine and War, the untold story of wine in the Middle East, is about survival, resilience, and struggles. Wine has been in Lebanon culture for 7,000 years. They are raising money for CAPHO, a great uh, organization, and uh, you can go to wineandwar.com wineandwar.com click the watch now button and that'll take you to uh, where you need to go to to watch it on october the 15th jim lochran was on the show he's a certified wine educator and author you can visit jimlochran.com that's jim l-a-u-g-h-r-e-n.com and uh, he has uh, two book, two quick books right now out uh, called the 15-Minute Guide to Red Wine, which is uh, only 28 pages uh, of good reading, and 15-Minute Guide to White Wine, which is another uh, quick read and a handy reference to have as well. Check that out on uh, Amazon. On October 29th, we welcomed Joy Neighbors to our Halloween special. Uh, she is the author of the Family Tree Cemetery Field Guide, how to find, record, and preserve your ancestors' graves, including topics to plan your trip to the cemetery, research, make sense of your research, and digging deeper into other records or preserving uh, cemeteries. It's available at Barnes & Nobles, Amazon, and other outlets. On November 19th, we welcome Michael Brown, author of Pinot Rocks, and he's also a winemaker. The book is available on Amazon.com. Pinot Rocks is available in any format, and the audio format is great because William Shatner did the audiobook version of his book. That's right, Captain Kirk. On January 14th, we had a great conversation with Cap Kaplowitz, a podcaster and blogger of cigars, spirits, coffee, and wine. And All About Wine's own show host, Ron, is also the wine panelist on the show. For more information, visit kaplowitz.xyz. That's K-A-P-L-O-W-I-T-Z dot X-Y-Z. On February 11th, 2021, we had founder and producer of Beer, Wine, and Spirits, Jeff Bradford, on the show, the filmmaker dedicated to revealing the stories behind the labels of our favorite drinks. On February 25th, we welcome Natalie McLean, podcast host of the popular Unreserved Wine Talk. She's also an author of Red, White, and Drink All Over and Unquenchable, a tipsy quest for the world's best bargain wines, plus several quick reads available on her website. She is also the wine expert on CTV's The Social, which is Canada's largest daytime television show, CTV News, and Global Television's Morning Show. You can pick up her Ultimate Food and Wine Pairing Guide for free by visiting 
visiting her website at nataliemclean.com forward slash all about wine. That's natalie, M-A-C-L-E-A-N.com forward slash all about wine. A little bit in there that I add. Uh, very nice. Very nice. Thank you. Such, such a nice rendition of that on the keyboard there, too. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Thank you. No, yeah, you do. I'll be here till, always do a nice. I'll be here till uh, Wednesday. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <Performing> Wednesday. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I got I got an update. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's old. It's like I was listening to him and I go, wait a minute, those these people weren't on this year. Uh, I mean, Joy was, but uh, I'm listening to it and they're going through the dates and I'm like, that's last year. That I, was it, last it year. Needs yeah. to be. Uh, yeah, we got to update it. It was yeah, it was twenty twenty yeah. yeah. Um, yeah and well, then they kind of went into. Well, until February this year or something, but uh, like I, like but, Joy Neighbors is on on the twenty twenty eighth, I think, of this year, not uh, the twenty ninth. Yeah, she was on twenty eighth. Yeah, she she came yeah. back. She was one of those came back visits. Mm-hmm. We're going to have uh, Jim Lochran coming back on the second yep. business again. Uh, a lot of those people, those books and all that that they have out, I've had an opportunity since then to mm-hmm. read almost all of them too, and uh, excellent, excellent read on a lot mm-hmm. of those. Uh, in fact, yeah. Joy's book, I got that uh, a hard copy of it instead of going online. My sister's into genealogy, so after I finish reading this, I'm mm-hmm. going to send it to her and let her yeah. enjoy it. But uh, uh, some those movies, they're they're great movies, great calls, all that. Those are still mm-hmm. available, and so there's you know a lot of those. Uh, Cap does, uh, Kaplowitz, uh X Y Z does a blog. He's does a lot about cigars and rating cigars and talking about cigars. And uh, our panel that we have includes myself, who is a wine person. There's a coffee person. That's part of it, but a lot of a lot of cigar knowledge uh, on there too. A lot of people. One is a seller of cigars, and there's all sorts of stuff going on. Has uh, has Cap ever been down to uh, Ebor City? Do you know? Has he ever mentioned? I don't, uh, I don't think so. He, he lives time. in Oregon. He, he lives just oh. south of Oregon. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, that's a, a drive. <laughs> it, it's you know not a weekend oh. drive. Yeah. Um, you no, know, I was just thinking with the history of the cigars back in the day, man, that was uh, over 200 cigar factories in that, you know, one area. It's, it's just amazing. Still um, a lot of history. Still an awful lot of history. Yeah, there is. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've been, uh, mm-hmm. there's, jeez, uh, they're going to they're gonna get upset with me, but I can't think of uh, one guy who represents a cigar company. Oh, jeez. Um, but, you know, uh, very knowledgeable on cigars and all that. So if uh, uh, you want to find mm-hmm. out about more about cigars and everything, then tune in to Kapowitz. He's got uh, guests that he gets on there and stuff that uh, they talk about cigars mm-hmm. and all that. And I've learned quite a bit myself just, you know, being in the group and talking and all that. And enjoy neighbors is always a joy, uh, pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um to be on the show she's always says great stories and her books are really fascinating she is in the middle of another book now and so she's already agreed to be back on the show next october and tell us about her new book so that should be fun and then 
Jim Lofgren is going to be on and, uh, in a couple of weeks. So I'm, I'm not going to tell you what he's got planned. Uh, I will wait and let him announce it. So yeah. a lot of great guests, a lot of great stuff. Follow up on it out there, though. Tune in the movies, spend a few dollars that it costs to watch it because all of the movies and all this stuff go to a good cause. Uh, they really aren't just trying to get your money. They're trying to promote stuff and trying to help stuff out there and all the books and all that stuff. So uh, they're kind enough to be a guest. I like to help them as much as I can. So, all right. Thank you, Mike, for telling us about that. And uh, I'll get a few things to tell you today here. I know to fill up the rest of the hour. But uh, the grommet, T-H-E-G-R-O-M-M-E-T, the grommet. I, I'm, I'm not promoting them. I'm not doing anything. I just, I saw that on something about wine, and somebody mentioned the grommet. Or it was something about wine utensils, if you will, or wine accessories, that stuff, and they said it was on the grommet. So I looked up the grommet, and a lot of neat stuff on there. they got uh, women. Uh, they've got men. Oh, we have someone on hold. You have – or someone just listening out there? Um, yeah. Yeah, they're on hold. They need to come on or they just – We don't take uh-huh. calls anymore, so I'm not uh, – Everything that's happened before, sorry about that if you're trying to get on, but uh, we've had some issues in the past with some some callers going uh, in a different route than what the show was supposed to be about. Going rogue. uh, (laughs) Severely rogue. uh, Oh, yeah, not getting us shut out, but uh, we had to hang up on quite a few of them. So, unfortunately, uh, we stopped taking calls, which is a sad thing because, you know. It really is because we did have some good calls. Yep, they want to take calls, but uh, they they have to be related to the show, to wine. They have to be clean, yeah. that kind of thing. So if you want to chat with us, but, uh, chat with us in the chat box and uh, on our Facebook page or YouTube uh, in the comment section. We'll take. Or that. if you have any questions, you know, put them in the chat box. Michael yeah. relay them to me immediately, and uh, we'll mm-hmm. talk about it on the show. But uh, uh, sorry, we can't take and, live uh, calls. You know, the few. Yes. Bad, ruin it for everybody. I'm sad to say. Yeah, we we'll take that so, chance anymore. It's an open show. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a live show. If we were, if we were editing everything, then it would be different. But we don't. We're yes. we're live. So. And that was that was the other part. I had to go back and re-edit those shows after the after it was finally up updated, and I had to download them, edit them, and oh, hold on. Yeah. Uh, Yes, it is. Uh, Lisa's asking a question. Uh, hold on. Uh, is this Ron from Florida Estates, uh, Florida Winery Estates? Yeah, it's close enough. Florida, Florida yes, Estates is. Winery. It, yep. The one and only. Yep, that's the same one. Uh, so she yep. asked that on uh, asked that on Facebook. We closed, mm-hmm. so. Uh, yes. We we are no longer open. We uh, actually, I, I retired, but. If I had not retired, we would not have made it through 2020 anyway with no business. So oh, yeah. it's yeah, probably terrible. best that I retired and sold all 
the stuff I did when I did because the winery would not have survived the pandemic, the, the shutdown year. And so yeah. it was best. Yeah, I retired. I retired because the doctor said I had to retire. Uh, I have diabetes from Agent Orange uh, in Vietnam, and there's mm. no real way to understand how this is going to affect the body and all that. And my numbers were high, and they couldn't bring it down. They were having problems handling it and getting it down, and the stress and all that. Because I was working seven days a week, and then my doctor says you need to retire, or else it's going to kill you. And so I waited mm. for about two seconds, and I said, "Well, I guess I'm going to retire." So, so I did, and uh, sold off everything. So the winery is no longer there. Um, yeah. Thanks, Lisa, for for asking. But the winery is no longer there. I yep. miss it tremendously, and I miss the people, and I miss everything about it. But I am still yeah. <laughs> still alive. <laughs> so that's uh, true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She says. Uh, because I know uh, I miss your wine, so she misses the wine as well. So, yeah. thank you very much for chiming in there. Yeah, thank you. Guys. We uh, yep. and there's none left. I don't think anywhere. I think everybody's pretty much drank all the wines. I don't have. Well, I'll take that back. I have uh, uh, three port left, so I do hmm. have some port, but I that's have, it. I have. I think I have. Uh, I think I have a port, and I think I have a spice. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, you need to check. drink the spice. The port oh, yeah. should be holding up well, but you need to drink that spice. Yeah. Well, I figured if if there's anything in it, I'll I'll uh, sift it or whatever you call it, filter. Yeah. Like I did with it's the filter. coffee coffee filter. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. It'll work. Yeah. Yeah. The port was awesome. I agree, Lisa. That was that was some fantastic. Uh, she said the port was awesome. Oh, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. It... I don't think. It's... I have not had a wine match that uh, since. I mean, it's hard to hard yeah. to match that. That port was was my pride and joy. It really was. Uh, people said, "Are you going yeah. to you, you enter this into contest?" And I said, "No, I don't do that." But you would. You, yeah. In fact, I was tasting one day, and uh, there was a person came in, and uh, a man came in. And he did a tasting, and he says, "Oh, he says, you have any awards, any any gold on this port?" And I said, "No, I said I, I don't enter my wines into those contests. It just we decided at the beginning we weren't going to do that, and it's just you know it was a personal decision. It wasn't anything against the contest or anything against the wines, and it cost you to enter most of them, and it was just the hassle. So I didn't do it." And I told him, no, I don't mm-hmm. enter. And he said, well, you need to enter this into the Florida wine tasting down at the fair. He said, this this would win first prize. And I go, well, thank you for the the, <laughs> the you know the compliment on that. I said, I, I'm very proud of my port. And I said, well, thank you for the compliment. He says, oh, he said, no, really. He said, this would win first prize. And I said, well, good. Again, thank you. And he said, no, he said, you don't understand. He says, I'm one of the judges. This would oh, win God. first prize. And I go, wow. <laughs> I said, thanks. <laughs> That's what I was wondering, what he was doing that. I was like, okay, you told me that. Okay, well, thank you. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. But then, then he finally said he was a judge. I am a judge down mm. there. And he said, once we taste, this would win first prize. And I go, wow, thank you. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I, okay. that port was, was great. I mean, every... 
everybody seemed to like it. It was it was a sweet port, strawberry port, and strawberry taste of strawberries in it. I you know had mm-hmm. enough strawberry taste in it that it didn't overpower, but it was evident that it was strawberries, and it was yep. my, my pride and joy. It really was. I was very proud mm-hmm. of that. I was proud of all my wines, but that port had a special place. You know, it yeah. was. It was mine. It wasn't. We had sister winery in South Florida, which has since closed down. Eden Vineyards and Mo- really, that closed wine. too. Yeah, yeah. He, wow. he closed that one down too. Mm. Uh, mm. And uh, so Eden Vineyard closed down. But he didn't have. He had. He had a lot of the same wines I did. I had a lot of the same as he did. But uh, he didn't have the port. He and it was my own. My own creation and everything. Again, very proud of that. So, but thank you, Lisa, yeah. for calling in. Appreciate it. Or texting Texted. in or uh, messaging. Commenting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> However, you got a hold of us. We appreciate it. How long, how long have we been thank on? You. How long have we been on? We don't even know what a text or a text. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're, we're approaching our 13th year, I think, aren't we? And we do yeah. 11 years, we'll figure it out what it's called. Yeah. It takes us a little time. Thank you for, right now it's just, uh, thank you for typing letters and uh, sending those, uh, you yeah, know, over to us. A little, uh, like, like a little electronic thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, we appreciate it. <laughs> Whatever it's called. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, the gourmet, the gourmet, M G R O M M E T. Go check that out. It's there's a lot of stuff there, a lot of stuff there, and it's getting close to Christmas. So if you're looking for something to pick up for gifts for Christmas or something, then uh, there's enough garbage stuff there that you might be able to find something that's unique. But they also have a lot of wine stuff, uh, accessories. They have decanters and they have corkscrews and they have some other odds and ends for wine accessories. So that's the reason I was checking it out. But there's a lot of stuff there. And again, I'm not promoting the site or anything. I just checked it out for the first time today just to get an idea of what it was like. And so I thought, well, tell you all about it and you can check it out for yourself. The gourmet, I think it's gourmet, uh, G-R-O-M-M-E-T, but the website, the gourmet.com. 50 alcoholic beverage manufacturers, global retail sales. This comes out of Pro Food Magazine, uh, latest issue, and I was looking through this, and this is the alcoholic beverages. The first one on the list is number 10, and that's Constellation Brands out of the United States, and they're the first one that makes wine. All the rest of them out there is just beer, ready to drink, or spirits. But uh, Constellation Brand comes in at number 10, and Woodbridge is their main one. It's probably one you're most familiar with. But they have 44 manufacturing plants. And it's like, wow. Yeah, so they they spread out all over the world, though. They make Corona and Modelo and stuff like that, too. So you can see why. Next one down to number 13, 
Suncary Holdings. They're out of Japan. And they also make wine and other stuff. Uh, it doesn't list the wine they make. The number 14 Castel Group, which is out of France. And they're also making wine. Number 18, Ocker Gruppe, uh, Germany company. And they do wine along with spirits and beer and razor drink. 19 is Bernard Ricard Group out of France and wine, spirits, razor drink. Number 20 is Height Jinro Company Limited. And that's out of South Korea, beer, wine, and spirits. Uh, these are, you know, they're ranked in, in the global retail sales. So you're, you're looking at a tremendous amount of uh, monies to be up in, even in the top 50 here. Then we drop down to the next one that sells wine is number 26, and that's E&J Gallo Winery out of the United States. And that's all they sell is wine, and they are in at number 26. Um Barefoot, Colorado Rossi, Twin Valley, Peter Vela, Liberty Creek, all of that is uh, under the E&J Gallo. Then, number 33, the Distill Group Limited out of South Africa. And they do wine, spirits, and razor drink. Number 42, Accolade Wines out of Australia. And they do only wine. Number 43, Brown Foreman Corporation out of the United States, and they do wine and spirits, and they list the spirits they do, Jack Daniels, Brown Brothers, Early Times, Old Forester, but it didn't list any wines, so that just seems odd. Number 45, the Wine Group out of the United States, and they just do wine. You've heard of these, Franzia, Inglenook, Almaden, uh, Benzinger. I, I look like Berenger, but it's Benzinger. Number 46, Treasury Wine Estates out of Australia again. And they just do wine. And they do the Berenger, Wolf Blast, Yellow Glen, and Pinfolds. And then number 49 out of Chile that does just wine. And it's the Vina Conchitura. And that's... Uh, Excuse me, the uh, Conchitura, uh, Casillo del Diablo, Don Mature, Frontera, those are the the products that they put out. So those are the only wines out of the top 50, which, you know, I mean, I say only. That's really quite a, um, quite a thing, I mean, being able to have that many. But out of the top 50, you have uh, 11. Let's see, three, six, nine, thirteen. You have thirteen uh, ones that do wine, and the rest of them are beer, spirits, and ready to drink. So, interesting, interesting little chart. Excuse me. I've had sinus problems the last week, and it's been affecting my throat and the coughing and all the stuff. Okay, now this next one here is out of the San Francisco Chronicle. I get the San Francisco Chronicle simply because, well, 
I love the city of San Francisco, but that's not the main reason. The reason is is because they usually have a lot of articles on wine in the Chronicle. They have wine sections. They have wine information. They talk about Napa. They the houses a lot of times houses for sale. Oh, which by the way, if you didn't notice on the Facebook page, I posted the house I was talking about last week, uh, 6.5 million or 6.45 million and all the stuff that comes with it. Oh my gosh, that really is a good price. If you start looking at all the stuff that comes with it, that 6.45 million is an excellent price for that, especially seeing some of the prices of other stuff, uh, even here in around the Tampa area, you know, houses that are listed at, you know, seven and $8 million and, I'd rather have that property and all that other stuff. So, so, yeah, but this is out of the San Francisco Chronicle. And I, I think I'm going to read you the article. I was going to paraphrase it. I usually do a lot of times whenever I see stuff and go through it. But this one is interesting all the way through. There's a lot of information in here that I found quite interesting. And so I will read you the article. It states at the top of the article, prestigious wine group set to expel six in probe. Six master sommeliers will lose their prestigious wine titles following investigations into sexual misconduct allegations pending appeals. Notably, San Francisco's Fred Dame who has been called the godfather of the American sommelier community. Now, wow, you know, I, it, wow. And two other local figures, like I said, this is of the Chronicle, San Francisco Chronicle. Robert Bath, a professor at St. Helena's Culinary Institute of America, and Matt Stamp, co-owner of Napa Restaurant Compline. The Napa-based Court of Master Sommiers Americas, and that's the full title, Court of Master Sommiers America, Americas, <clears throat> because there's a European branch. The influential organization that can make a sommelier's career announced on Wednesday that it will also move to terminate the membership of Fred Dexheimer, a wine consultant in Brooklyn, Drew Hendricks, who had been Director of Business Development at Pioneer Wine Company in Texas until November 2020, and Joseph Linder, a sommelier in Seattle. They are accused of a range of inappropriate behaviors, including non-consensual, and let me go to the next page here, non-consensual touching, flirting, and initiating uh, explosive sexual relationships. The court did not specify which acts each individual has been accused of. Some of the accusations were aired in an October 2020 New York Times article, which prompted the court to commission an outside investigation into the claims. That investigation informed the, cur uh, informed the current terminations. So it did do something to investigate. Arguably the most famous master sommelier in the U.S., Dame was a focal point of the Psalm documentary series. I don't know if you saw that or not. It was interesting, really interesting. 
which fetted him as a legendary figure who had kicked off a wine revolution in the 1980s. Dame started his career as a sommelier at the Sardine factory in Monterey. Until October 2020, he worked as the global brand ambassador for Doa Vineyards in Paso Ropos, which is in San Luis Obispo County. He is a co-founder of the Court of Master Sommeliers America. So, like, oh my gosh, this guy's right up there at the top, along with everybody else that, you know, that's uh, big names and all that, but he's even more so. More than a dozen women told the New York Times that Dame had engaged in unwanted touching with them, including two instances of slapping women's rear ends at professional events. The two other local men named in the investigation, Bath and Stamp, are well-known in their Napa Valley community. Bath, who passed the Master Sommelier exam in 1993, was one of the first to gain the title in the United States. In addition to teaching wine courses at the Culinary Institute of America, he operates a wine importing company in St. Helena and has consulted for Alpha Omega Winery. A one-time sommelier at the French Laundry, Stamp operates a popular restaurant in downtown Napa called Compline. He's also known for his work as a writer, having worked for years as a staff writer for Guildsom, a Bay Area education platform for sommeliers. According to the New York Times report, Stamp proctored the master sommelier exams for two women he had sex with and failed to disclose that information to the court. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a no-no. That's a baddie there. The six men have 30 days to appeal the decision, according to California's law governing nonprofits. After that period, if the board of directors upholds its decision to terminate their membership, they will be barred from any future court-related activities. They will also be prohibited from using the title Master Sommelier, a powerful honorific that grants enormous clout within the wine industry. It does to me, I'll admit. I mean, you know, someone's a Master Sommelier, I'm impressed. Stamp declined to comment on the record. None of the other five respondents, uh, none of the other five responded to a request for comment from the Chronicle. A seventh master sommelier accused of misconduct, Jeff Cruth, had already voluntarily resigned from the court before the investigation concluded. Cruth, formerly the head of Guildsom, allegedly made unwanted sexual advances toward at least six female master sommelier ca candidates. Since he has already resigned, the court could not terminate his membership, uh, said Emily Wines and the chair of the board of directors, but he will be barred from ever reapplying for membership. Emily Wines, I think that was, that's cool that she's the chair of the board of directors, W-I-N-E-S, Wines last name. Okay, enough of my editorializing on that one. The Master Sommelier title is a kind of holy grail for wine hospitality professionals with a notoriously grueling exam that involves a blind tasting segment requiring candidates to identify the grape variety, origin location, and vintage of wines in a glass with no outside information. 
Candidates spend years preparing for the test. Three to five percent of applicants ever pass. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna I gotta mention I mean we've talked to people who say they're taking the test, become a sommelier and different things, but the master sommelier is a tough test. Oh my gosh, it's a tough test. Originally created to establish a set of professional standards among wine stewards and restaurants. The Master Sommelier title today has a much broader currency. The certification affords a wide range of lucrative job opportunities with prestigious restaurant groups, big wine wholesalers, large wineries, and more. In recent years, Master Sommeliers have taken on a kind of celebrity status, thanks in part to the Somme documentaries. The Court of Master Sommeliers Americas represents represents these selective ranks. Only 172 people have ever earned the Master Sommelier title through the organization. That's not many. I mean, if you really start thinking about the number of people who probably applied, the ones who tried and all that, 172 have ever made it. And this, you know, I mean, this one uh, person, Bath, passed the exam in 1993, so... You're looking at almost 30 years. Wow. Counting those who have gone through the court's UK chapter, there are 269 total. Of those 172, just 28 are women. The court had already been in a publicity crisis before the sexual misconduct allegations surfaced last year. In 2018, it admitted that it had discovered instances of cheating during a master sommelier examination. I don't know if you remember that. I remember reading that. I think I might have mentioned something about that on the program. I'm not sure if I did, but they uh, found cheating during the, during the test. The 23 people who had passed that year's exam subsequently lost their titles. Then, in the spring of 2020, a black wine professional named Tarara Habibi criticized the court for having required her to address white exam proctors as master, which recalled the dynamics of slavery. They are a master sommelier. Okay, that's, that is their title. That's I don't think they had anything to do with slavery, but, you know, as a result, the court said it would no longer require the use of that term. But some damage had already been done. Prominent master sommeliers, including Richard Betts, Brian McClintock, and Nate Reddy, announced that they would relinquish their titles, no longer wishing to associate themselves with the court. Well, they call it the court of master sommeliers, so that's whenever you hear me say court is that. Excuse me again. Other defections continued after the sexual misconduct allegations surfaced later in the year, including from well-known female master sommeliers, Alpena Singh, uh, Masculine, uh, Pascaline uh, Lipitalia, and Laura Menick uh, Fiorentini. Uh, Fiorventi. 
Public calls mounted for the court to make radical changes. In response, the court suspended at least 11 master sommeliers who had been named as perpetrators of sexual abuse. Then its entire board of directors resigned. Wow, talking about a shakeup within a, uh, a group. Gee. Soon after, a new board of directors was elected. It hired Margaret C. Bell, a third-party workplace investigator, to investigate the sexual misconduct allegations, allegations that have came to light. Eventually, 22 master sommeliers were under investigation. Bell interviewed more than 80 people, according to the court, including alleged victims, witnesses, and the accused over a nine-month period. Once Bell's interviews were complete, the court's board convened to review each case. That effort was primarily led by its ethics committee's two chairs, or two co-chairs, the male master sommeliers Michael Meger and David Yoshida, according to, to Wines. And again, Wines is the director. An outside organization called Reliance, which has advised the NFL and Uber on how to handle sexual harassment incidents, assisted top of the page, assisted the group. Based on the information it received from Bell, the board decided to move to terminate the memberships of six people. Some of the other accused sommeliers can still hold on to their titles but are facing other punishments, such as a temporary suspension or a requirement that they complete further training. Wine said that the goal in those cases was to offer rehabilitation rather than simply canceling somebody. The court would not identify their names nor specify their punishments. Members of the board said that in addition to the investigation, they've implemented other actions during the past year in hopes of change. The court got rid of its dress code, which had required master sommeliers to wear certain color suits and had specified that men must wear master sommelier branded ties. Wow, I didn't know that stuff. The new change is meant to be more inclusive of all gender identities. It also launched a scholarship program for women and candidates of color, implemented anti-discrimination and anti-harassment policies, and drafted a new code of ethics. <coughs> it's going to take time to earn that. <coughs> Excuse me, again, sinus. It's going to take time to earn that trust back, but we felt that going from a two-page code of ethics to a 26-page code of ethics was the right first step, said Meger, a master sommelier in Massachusetts. So far, he said, 80% of master sommeliers have signed a pledge that, will follow, that they will follow the new code of ethics. Anyone found in violation of the code will be subject to a future investigation. We know this isn't going to solve it, said Sabata Sargaria, a master sommelier who co-chairs the board's diversity committee. We've eroded a lot of trust, and that takes time. There you go. Uh, I've been hearing things about this 
master sommelier course and testing and all that for two or three years now. And not just, oh, this is a tough test. We know it's a tough test. We've talked to people that have taken parts of it and stuff leading up to it. Um, Irene, I can't think of her last name right now, uh, lives in Las Vegas, and uh, she has taken part of the test, and it's tough. Our guest, we had a couple of weeks ago taking part of the test. He even said it's it's really tough. So it's not an easy thing to do, hence in the fact that only 172 people have ever earned the title to that organization in all the years that it's been in existence. But you would think that, you know, they would be above reproach. Uh, you, you, I guess not. And it's it's sad to think that all this stuff has came about and all this stuff has happened because the, the title Master Somme really does hold quite a a great distinction. It's hard to get. It's hard to pass the test and everything. And once you get it, it's like a, a, a passport to just about any job you want to get in the wine industry. It's just it's a phenomenal opening, uh, a way to open doors and stuff along that line. And then for them to think that they are above that is just just wrong. This this totally wrong. So I'm glad they're cleaning up their act. I'm glad that they're putting in a, putting in a lot of new stuff. And I hope they get back to the point where it is something that when somebody says I'm a master sommelier that it will be something that people are impressed by, not something where well didn't you lose a lot of people to harassment or something and that would that would be sad if it went that direction so uh that was irene king key king k-i-n-g las vegas wino irene king yeah yeah king you know that's easy enough i remember irene but i don't know why you know i have trouble with her last name yeah, Irene King. She she was taking the test. In fact, I need to go get a hold of her and see if she went ahead and finished the test. I I don't know if she has or not. She when she was on a couple three years ago, she was telling us how really tough it is. And so, um, yeah. In fact, let me yeah. grab my pen here. What the and make a note of that? And make a note to call her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh well, it's very, it's very prestigious. I mean, you said there's only 172 that have yeah. ever made it to that level. It's, it's not like, uh, you know, working for, you know, oh, I got, I, I work with, uh, you know, one of the big online shopping, like Amazon's or something. It's like, oh yeah, you and 24,000 other people. But <laughs> you talk, about, you're, in a, you're in a class of 172. It's like, mm, wow. And over okay. all the years, um, I mean, it's, it's not like yeah, right the, now yeah. there's 172 in good standing. I yeah. mean. They've been doing this for, like, say, over 30 years, and so yeah. only 172 over 30 years is pretty small percentage yeah. each year. So that just goes to say something about how tough this is. You know. Very limited. And, and then to throw it all away, all that yeah. hard work and, and, and just throw it away. 
Yeah. You know, and <laughs> it is. It's really stupid. I, I, I don't understand. I mean, it doesn't. And, and it's just like if one person comes forward and says they did this, you think, okay. But then when you have 20 people come forward, you're going, <laughs> wait a minute here. Yeah. You know, there's something we need to look at. So, no. Yeah. But it's just, you know, it's it's going to take a while to get their get their mojo back but they will they they it's a good organization overall and they they will uh let's see what else i want to do before we leave tonight whispering oaks that's what i was going to do whispering oaks this weekend whispering oaks is located north of us and and east of orlando uh east of gainesville whispering oaks wine run turkey trot race It'll be Sunday, November 21st, which is this coming Sunday. And it's going to be at the winery, yeah. Uh, starting at the at the winery on, uh, uh, let me confirm that that's the address for it. And it is. Okay, so it's going to be at uh, 10934 South Highway 475, Oxford, which is... You go to Highway 475, which is uh, west of I-75, and the winery is there. And it's see, use code winery10 to receive 10% off of your entry fee. And it's going to start at start times will be available from 8 to 9 a.m. And you can run, walk, take your family, jog, crawl, whatever you want to do. And you sit and enjoy the wine. Uh, the race is timed and scored by J3 Timing. And they will announce the results. Uh, race t-shirt, optional sweatshirt upgrade is an additional $10. But a t-shirt, souvenir wine glass, finisher medal, and... A wine pour for runners 21 and older are included. And uh, it says, can I switch to virtual? Yes. If at any time you decide to run on your own, we will ship your race gear to you at no additional charge. So you can do that. But it's going to be this Sunday, so you're not going to get in time. But you can still go out and do your own, and then I'm sure get it. Contact Dolores, D-E-L-O-R-E-S, at j3timing.com j as in the letter j 3 as in the number 3 timing t-i-m-i-n-g dot com so get a hold of her and you can do it virtually you don't have to drive down here to Florida and race although Sunday morning is supposed to be gorgeous here it's the lows are supposed to be in the upper 50s and the highs that day is supposed to be in the low 70s so you couldn't ask for a better day to be out there running fall is here again continuing with whispering oaks fall is here they say let's rock the weekend uh december december the 19th friday night six to nine mike webb is playing saturday the 20th from one to four uh, Corrales uh, Sarita and Saturday, December 20th, 6 to 9. Dale Stumbo 
And Sunday, the 21st of December, 1 to 4, Richie Chu will be the artist. So you can have a whole weekend of enjoyment come there. If you're coming down to visit family for Christmas, then uh, go up and visit them. They still do their steak night every Friday and Saturday evenings. I haven't told you about this in a while. Choice of ribeye or beef filet, surf and turf, or chicken or fresh fish. Uh, nice size baked potato, they say, from Idaho. An Idaho baked potato. Plated salad or soup, fresh veggies, baked beans, and freshly baked bread. It's only $32 a person, and tax and grad tutti, I don't believe, is included in that. But And you can purchase your wine and stuff. So that's Whispering Oaks Winery. If you need to get hold of them, go to www.winesofflorida.com. And... Uh, phone number 352-748-0449, Whispering Oaks. Okay, Tassel Ridge Winery. I haven't talked about them in a while. It's getting cold. They're up in Iowa. So you can warm up with some Tassel Ridge wine, and they say some Iowa Beef Nouveau. Uh, it's a recipe. Go to their website, and they, you can see the recipe for that. It's uh, info at hasselridge.com, T-A-S-S-E-L-R-I-D-G-E, info at hasselridge.com. They have uh, winemakers dinner coming up this Saturday night. Uh, Too late unless you live in the area. If you do live in the area, you have to have the reservation by 3 o'clock today. Oh, well, you missed it. So, they have others. They have their Isla Nouveau be poured on that. They have that available now. Wine tasting by reservation only, but they uh, do have wine tasting available. And the gift shop is open, gift certificates, and all that stuff. So they are good. They get a cute little picture here of somebody pouring wine into a glass that never, ever fills up. It just keeps pouring and pouring and pouring. That's cute. Advertising the Iowa Nouveau. Uh, it's available all around the state, too. So if you're in Iowa, they said it's over 400 retailers in Iowa are selling that. And the wine of the week, obviously, Iowa Nouveau. So if you want to contact them, you can always go to uh, Tassel Ridge, uh, info at What I always hate it when they don't put their info at TasselRidge.com. Why don't they have their address on this? I'm going to have to get a website address? Yeah, well, yeah. They, yeah. I'm looking at their, their website and they yeah. usually they go www dot you know instead of just tass, info at tasselrich dot com. I mean that's the e letter. That sounds like a that's a email address is with yeah. that sign. Um, the yeah so yeah the, the website's uh, tasselridge dot com. I believe just yeah, straight tasselridge dot com. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. All right. There you yeah. go. Tasselridge dot com. Well, info yeah info would be information at tasselridge. Yeah. 
So, TastorRiz.com. Yeah. Get a hold of them there, and they are open and ready to go now. Uh, great place up there. Uh, they are located southeast of Des Moines, Iowa, southeast of Pella on 1680, no, 160, 163, and uh, they are north of Oskaloosa, so in that area there. So if you're familiar with Iowa, they're in the southeastern part of Iowa. So this Tassel Ridge Wine, we haven't talked about them in a while. They've been closed. They've been closed for a long time. And they've shipped, and that's what kept them going, because they were able to ship product around. Like I said earlier, Florida State Winery would not have survived because I don't think we would have had the opportunity to ship enough to enough places or enough people to keep us open. And so... You know, it's in the long run, it's probably a good thing that we did close when we did. And I've got another one here, I think. Let me find them. Uh, not there. Uh, where are you? Where are you? Oh, here it is. Ennery River Winery. Ennery River Winery. They are located in South Carolina. And they are also having events, wine events. They're going to be closed Thanksgiving, next week the 25th. But they have other stuff happening. This weekend, they're inviting people for a wine tasting uh, cranberry wine slushies they have, and to watch the fall leaves change. They said it is really doing well right now in that area. starting to change colors a lot. So they've got that available. And then they have local shops and vendors. They're Thursday, December the 2nd from 4 to 8. $5 glasses of wine. And they said bring your own musical instruments for a jam session. They have a bonfire set up in the middle there and uh, a uh, overhang and all that. So create your own own music. Uh, it's a fundraiser for every bottle sold that evening. Uh, Henry Winery will donate $2 to William C. Blackman Memorial Scholarship Fund uh, Foundation. I don't know who William C. Blackman is. It doesn't say on here. You can get a hold of them at Henry E N O R E E R I V E R Vineyards Henry River Vineyards dot com, and that's their email or that's their website, or you can give them a call eight zero three two seven six two eight five five. And they're also on Facebook, uh, Pinterest, and Twitter. So any of those will get you there, too. So Henry River. I had a problem remembering that. Henry. And the owner said, just like the old song, Henry the Eighth I Am. And I go, oh, Henry. Yeah, there you go. So that's, I, I don't know if that's, 
why he named them that or if that just became noticeable. I, I tend to think, knowing him, that's why he named it Ennery, just after that song. So, I think... Uh, let me check and be sure I don't have another winery here that I've missed that I was going to tell you that's opened their doors and are serving. No, I don't. Okay. That's it. So, if you are a winery you want me to make announcements about you, I will be more than happy to. Uh, two requirements, though. Number one, you need to be a guest on the show. I'm going to talk to you about your winery. And number two, uh, yep. just give me your, send me your email information every every time you come out with a new email, and I will announce it. But number one, you've got to be a guest. I want to talk to you and let everybody know you and yeah. meet you and see what you're all about. So. Absolutely. Well, uh, that's going to do it for two weeks until um, December 2nd. Wow. wow. We're going to be off wow. next week, Thursday, for uh, the holidays, uh, Thanksgiving, and um, everyone be safe and uh, try not to talk politics around the Thanksgiving table or you won't have a Christmas. <laughs> and um, we'll, 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 yeah, really. really appreciate yeah. everybody tuning in and uh, hope you enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, keep those comments and chats going. Um, just. Um, if you have any comments or questions for a future show, uh, or you want to be a guest on the show and you're in the industry, you can email simply AOL. Uh, AOL. AOL. <laughs> all, wow. Uh, all about wine 101 at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> Just like AAW, all about wine. Yeah. No, it's uh, all about wine 101 at gmail.com. Just uh, email us there. There you go. That works. And that uh, works. Ron will get that and uh, you know set you up if you want to be a guest or answer some questions or have it on the show yeah. uh, for an answer. So cool. And um, happy mm-hmm. Hanukkah for all of you who are celebrating that yep. coming mm-hmm. up Tuesday or Monday. And happy Thanksgiving. Be safe. Uh, if you're going to be around uh, a bunch of people, uh, mask. 28. Mask up. You know, I mean. You can do that and all, and then when you sit down to eat, you can eat. But, you know, if, if you're concerned, get those masks on. There's, yeah. We need to stop I this. So. Let's see. What is, uh, is it the 20? Hanukkah, November 28th. I think I forgot what date that was. It's uh, uh, Monday. Monday? Sunday? Sunday of the 28th. I oh, it was until oh. uh, December 6th. That doesn't seem like it's a long enough time. Um Anyway, a week, so. yeah, that'd be about right. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. that's what it shows. So, so happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Have a good Have a good one, and uh, we'll talk to you next uh, in two weeks on December second with Jim Lockwood as yeah. our guest. So thank you. All. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Have a, have a oh. safe holiday. Wow. This concludes tonight's broadcast of All About Wine with your host, Ron. For show information, links to All About Wine on Twitter and Facebook, or to be a guest on this show, visit the show website at www.allaboutwinebtr.com. Archived shows are available for download on iTunes or on our show page at blogtalkradio.com forward slash allaboutwine. 
Thank you for listening. Drink responsibly, and we'll see you next time on All About Wine. <laughs> All right. Bye, Facebook people. Bye, YouTube people. Yeah, they're done there. And go to the green room. With the Lucky Land Slot, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.